0: The Saints the Saints I no Hello and welcome, my name is Andrew and this is the Houdat Discussion powered by Overtime Media. This is going to be another preseason edition of the Houdat Discussion and for this episode we are going to be previewing the second preseason game against the Chargers that game is Sunday at 4 o'clock Eastern Time, so that would mean 3 o'clock Central Time. So, I honestly just can't wait for this game. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to do this preview in a little different way than we do our regular season games because I don't really want to compare our team to the Chargers as it's just preseason. And it really doesn't matter if we win or lose. So, basically, I'm just going to go through one thing to watch for for every group that we usually do, and I think that's how we're going to conduct these preseason Kind of games here. And I think that's going to be a better way, more concise way, better way to analyze these games because they really don't matter. We don't have to do, like, oh, that the Saints QBs are better than the Chargers QBs or whatever it is because it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. We're not going to really care about the Chargers. We really care how our defense plays against their offense and we care about, like, how the you know like Marcus Davenport plays against Philip Rivers not really if Philip Rivers is better than Drew Brees or whatever so that's just I think how we're going to do these previews here for the next three games and then also I mean this is just this whole week of camp a lot of battles it's against another team so very very interesting stuff we'll definitely update you on all that before we get into our preview so let's just get right into it but before we do we're going to take a quick break You are listening to the Houdat Discussion Podcast. Welcome back into the Houdat Discussion and now we are going to get to some trading camp news and kind of a trading camp update here because a lot of things went on as they always do I feel because this week the Saints were in California in Costa Mesa practicing with the Chargers as I said before and we definitely learned a lot about this team and I just want to tell you guys, really, the update for these last two practices. To me, I thought, look, the Saints said they couldn't get into a rhythm on Thursday and they were just, they felt like they were behind. I felt like Friday was much better. The offense really felt like it was getting into a rhythm, and Breeze made some really nice throws in this one. Also, P.J. Williams played really good in this one, so I thought just Friday was a much better practice, even though that it was a very short practice, because Thursday was like a full day, this was only like a half day, and again, interesting stuff, but I did feel like they did a better job on Friday. Emmanuel Butler really showed out both practices, so I think that was really good Now he's going to get his first game. I want to see what this kid can do. Because he was hurt for the first game or banged up a little bit. I really shouldn't say hurt. But now he's ready to go. I want to see what he can do here. Because it's getting down to that time where he's got to come up. And he's got to now play in the games because... There are a lot of wide receivers right in the mix, and I think we're going to get into more later, but he made some nice plays. An acrobatic play with the first team, a really good throw by Drew Brees, but really what I saw from him was that even when he's not able to get some separation, he's been able to make contested catches, and I think better than Keith Kirkwood and those guys, even though Keith Kirkwood's going to probably come in as that third, fourth receiver on this team, while Butler probably will be more of a five, six. but well, I don't really know. Maybe Butler comes up in here and just like 2006 with Marcus Holston and plays really, really good. I, I think it's time to see it. I really want to see what he can do definitely on the big stage and in an actual game, because I think that's going to be really interesting. Cyril Grayson caught a touchdown from Taysom Hill, but he's still only with the third team, so that was kind of interesting. More with the offense, Traquan Smith caught a really nice pass from Drew Brees, and it was just a really good play there, so that was very good. And then also... You got to look at Traequan Smith again. He was a perfect 3 for 3 in one-on-one drills, doing a really good job against the starting corners for the Chargers, even though you have Derwin James out. So, again, it's kind of interesting here, but he did very, very good against some good corners that the Chargers have. I think that was a really good test for him. I really like what Traequan Smith is doing in the practices these last few days. Simi Cobbs did have a good day with the third team, but... It doesn't look like he's finding that much light into the first team. So I again, I think it's going to be Butler that gets that final spot, not Cobbs or Grayson. That's just what it's kind of looking like right here. And also, we really only heard little Jordan Humphrey's name in the preseason game, not in practice. So I don't think that's definitely boding well for him. So to me, it's going to be very interesting there. But overall, I think this offense did play really well against a good Chargers defense. The first practice was a little tougher. And I think that Breeze threw a pick, which was kind of a little shaky. They definitely didn't have the best rhythm they did. I lo- really liked that they did really good in Friday's practice. Now I want to see them in Saturday, see how they do before the game on Sunday. And I want to see these guys hitting at all cylinders. I would like to see Drew Breeze in this one. I don't know if he's going to play, but I would put him out there for a series and see what really he can do there. I think that would be a really good move by the Saints, even though the, I don't think he will go out there. But I just want to see if he's got that zip yet left. But we'll talk about that a little later and then from the defensive side pj williams did have a really really big day also marcus williams had an interception back on thursday so overall the defense didn't play that bad it was really both offenses that really couldn't fa- find a really rhythm here which was kind of interesting there but the saints got a few picks they got a few pressures trey hendrickson had a good practice he had a pick uh, excuse me he had a sack i'm sorry there and then also you got to look at cam jordan who had a couple nice reps overall really good job by the Saints defense there and they did a good job against a very tough Chargers offense so I think with our update from training camp all but wrapped up I think it's time to get into our preview of the Saints versus the Chargers so I think we should just get right into it so As I said before, we're going to do this preview a little different. We're just going to go through every group and just say one thing that I'm looking forward to most. But before that, we are going to start off with kind of our notes and news here as we get into this game. So basically, a few notes here, just looking at the injury report here. Derwin James for the Chargers will be out, so he won't be playing Keith Kirkwood is questionable. He has suited up the last few days, so that's obviously really good. Alvin Kamara, Marcus Lattimore, all those guys were back in pads for the last two practices, and they're going to be all good to go. Butler would be all good to go. Breeze, we don't know if he'll play or not, but he's healthy if he doesn't play, so it's not like because of an injury. The Saints probably will just decide to sit him out. That means more playing time for Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill, like that first game against the Vikings. Also, Cam Jordan may not play in this one as well, just because he didn't play against the Vikings. I would like to see him out there, too, just get a few reps. And really, I want to see Marcus Davenport opposite him to see what he can do in this really all single teams, as he probably won't be double teamed with Cam Jordan on the team. So I think that's also really, really big as well. And also, I definitely, just to get into these notes... I want to see the Saints do better. They had a really bad first game against the Vikings. They gave up a ton of yards, a ton of points. So I just want to see them bring those notes down here. The Saints will be on their road in their first road preseason game of the season. It's going to be at... The Digital Health Sports Park, now they call it. it. used to be like StubHub Park, but that's where they'll be playing on Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be a nationally televised game on CBS, so that'll be interesting. I, I, now, every Saints fan, everyone around the country will get to see what the Saints are up to this year. That's really cool, and I really like these practices. Just overall, I really like the, this matchup here, the Saints and Chargers, two, I think, pretty evenly matched teams going at it. It will be fun to watch, I think for sure so now we're going to get into our main preview and that's going to be basically going through each group and basically naming one thing really to watch for for this team but before we do we are going to take another break you are listening to the hudat discussion podcast so welcome back into the hudat discussion and now we are going to get into our main preview and we are going to start off with the quarterbacks and the one thing I want to watch out for if Breeze plays this is just if Breeze plays I don't know if Breeze is going to play or not so I'm going to do one if Breeze plays one if he doesn't so if Breeze plays I want to see if he has that zip on the ball obviously although there's been a lot of talk about him declining and going to fall off the cliff let's see if that's true we're going to see if he's got the zip on the ball we'll be see if he's accurate on the deep ball we'll be see if he's accurate on the short ball and we'll all see that really once he gets onto the field So if that happens in this game, I definitely want to see that. If Breeze does not play, I want to see if Teddy can command this team like he did in the first game, but... Unlike the first game, I want to see him get into the end zone more than once here and do some really good job converting in the red zone. I want to see more of that from Teddy and just commanding the offense in the red zone. I think that's really, really important for Teddy to do that, especially in the future if Breeze retires after the next few years. So I, I really want to see what Teddy can do there. Same with Taysom Hill. I want to see both of those guys in the red zone commanding the offense and doing a better job to convert as last week I believe they were only like one for three so that's obviously not good one for four one of those um I don't have the stat off on you know top of my head but that's really what it was there so I just want to see a more successful red zone offense for the Saints and that starts off with the quarterbacks and I really want to see that from Teddy Bridgewater maybe a little more leadership I know he definitely definitely commands this group here but I want to see more in the red zone stop the penalties, get into the end zone, that's going to be a big thing if we want to win really any game ever. You got to convert in the red zone for sure there. Onto the skill position, I really, one for the RBs, one for the wide receivers, and one for the tight end, so I guess I have three here. So, from the running backs here, I want to see more of Latavius Murray. I want to see that ground and pound doing that stuff. I, re- I really liked what he did in the first game. He looked more like Mar- Mark Ingram. Sorry there. I like what he's able to do with just the power, the hitting one hole, and bam, then he's gone for eight yards, six, seven yards. It doesn't look like he got a lot of yards, and then he gets a lot. So I, I to me, it's just really, really good stuff. I really like what he's putting out there, and if he can keep that up, that's going to be really big. Also, I want to see that running back three, uh, Dwayne Washington, Devin Bozgu. I want to see what those guys can do, and I think that is obviously really big. And then also, I want to see what, from those five receivers, you gotta see, just one guy's gotta stand out, and I'm hoping that's Emmanuel Butler, who he's shown a ton in training camp, now he gets a chance to actually play, and I definitely want to see him out there, and make some highlight real plays, I want him to be the Traquan Smith of last year, that's what I think he can be here, and I think he can do a lot of great things, I don't know if he's gonna play with the first team or the second team, but I want to see him come up, make some big catches in this game, and maybe in the red zone, that's gonna help as well, so I definitely want to see that there for sure. And then, also with the wide receivers, I want to see more of Cyril Grayson and his speed, especially in the kick returning, punt returning. I just want to see more from him because, to me, his speed is lightning fast, and you definitely want that for your team. And then, next is going to be the tight ends, and I want to see a play. I map play. You know, this guy, we haven't seen him. He was hurt last week, so we didn't get to really See his full potential on the field. He's made some great plays in training camp, but I want to see him out onto the field and really making a difference there. I want to see his ability to catch the ball just like Dan Arnold, and I want to see him do some really good things. I think he's a better tight end than Dan Arnold, and I think he's going to make this roster because of it. So I just want to see what he can do. I think it's going to be pretty encouraging to what we see, hopefully, better than Dan Arnold dropping a ball that gets returned for six here. That can't happen, and Mac just has to be better than Arnold here because I really don't like what Dan Arnold has been doing. Yes, he's made some big plays, and he probably will throughout the year, but the big mistakes, the bonehead mistakes he makes, you just, especially with this team where this team's trying to win a Super Bowl, and those bonehead plays, especially in big games like last year, it's bad, and they can't have that happen again because it's it's very very important look what he did in the NFC championship game dropping a touchdown pass that proved to be a difference in the game cannot happen this year so that's just what i feel and that's why i like the scenes when they drafted Alazee Mac and i hope that continues and I hope he could really see his full potential in this one and then also i do want to see if Dan Arnold could make a upgrade here can he be a better player and can he get past these fumbling issues, can he get past these drop ball issues, and if he's able to do that, maybe that he can be a really good tight end in this league, and he's still got a lot of room to grow, but it's got to be better now, and I want to see more from him, but anyways there, I think that's going to wrap up our skill position kind of preview there, now we're going to move over to the offensive line, and I want to see some of these guys here, especially I want to see Eric McCoy, if he can do Just as good as he did in the first game because he played lights out in the first game he played really really good football and he played a good center so I want to see that continue in this one I want to see him come up do some really good stuff keep the blocking good especially in the run he did a really good job against the run and that's also why Latavius Murray was able to succeed he had some good blocking up front also Teddy Bridgewater had no pressure up the middle I want to see that continue and if McCoy can continue this it's gonna be very, very big for the Saints. I think he could be an upgrade over Max Unger, and he could be a just a huge weapon to Drew Brees and to this offensive line, and it could just make the Saints that much better because Max Hunger last year wasn't that good. So he could possibly be an upgrade over last year's Max Hunger. Maybe not two years ago, Max Hunger, but last year's Max Hunger, excuse me, there. There is definitely a possibility that McCoy comes up here and is actually better than Max Hunger last year, which is pretty impossible coming into when we learn that Max Hunger is going to retire. But the Saints were able to get McCoy, able to get Easton, and overall, really like what McCoy was able to do last game. And now, he kind of continue with this game. And I think he definitely could here. It's a better team, better offense. Not like a better team, I wouldn't say, because we don't really know this early. But I believe they have at least an equal or maybe even a better defensive line here with Joey Bosa and guys like that, we can see if Eric McCoy, and they have a couple of guys up the middle that are very, very good, we could see if McCoy is really legit and he's probably going to play longer than 28 snaps in this one. Maybe he plays 40 or 35 and he can show us some great play like he did last week. So now I also just want to say a quick word on Nick Easton because I think he played really well also because... He was able to really go right into Andrew's Pete spot and do really good. It really was a seamless transition there. And I know Pete's going to be the starter because I think the Saints want that depth. But I do really like what Easton was able to do. And I want to see more from that. If it's with the second team, first team, I just want to see more from Nick Easton as well. So I think now we're going to move over to the defensive side of the ball and start off with the defensive line. And I want to see Marcus Davenport here. That's what I want to see from this defensive line. I want to see I want to see a sack from him. And I know maybe that I'm asking too much from him and I'm overreacting from him. But I really haven't seen anything from him in training camp. And nothing in the first game and really nothing in these joint practices. So what's up with Marcus Davenport, I think, is going to be a big point for this team. If he can come in, maybe get a sack on Phillip Rivers, sack on their backup, Tyrod Taylor. Maybe we can see some, okay, Davenport's ready to go. But I really haven't seen that much from him. In training camp or the preseason. Now maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's going to come in here. Put up an 8-9 sack season. And I'll be really wrong. But right now. I, I really feel like the Saints will need a defensive end. Either mid-season or before the season starts. And they're going to. I think they will eventually pull the trigger on it. Just like they did with Eli Apple. With last season with the cornerbacks. I don't really know. We see there are defensive ends out there. You have Jadavion Plowney out there. I don't know if the Saints should sign him. That is a player that comes up in here. He would obviously need the money, and he's going to at least be $17 million because he wants to get paid the defensive end, and for the Saints, he would be a defensive end. So he's going to get paid a lot, but he's a star. And him, opposite Cam Jordan, that's a really good defensive end. I don't know if the Saints would do this. I don't even think the Saints should do this because they're going to have to give up more first-round picks, more players, more that, you know, and supposedly the Texans want to... Uh, tackles so maybe they give him pete and a pick and it's just to me one year of Jadavion Clowney i don't know if it's worth all of the picks and he's also injury prone so you don't know if he's going to get hurt i would be against it because you don't want to give up your future really my opinion now i know maybe in the free agency it was different but you don't want to overpay for a guy that you could have gotten free agency or a type of guy you could have gotten free agency for the same amount of money and they could have just kept Alex i'm not going to say alex force up to Jadavion Clowney's pedigree but you could have kept Alex Okafor for less of a price tag I don't know what they're gonna do it would be an interesting trade I wouldn't be against it but giving up offensive line depth probably multiple first round picks I don't know I just don't know about that and then you probably at that point just sign them long term with Cameron Jordan which is I probably wouldn't do that I don't know if the Saints will trade him or not trade for him excuse me there or not but I, it's interesting but I just don't I would like to see the Saints trade for someone but a more of a Alex Okafor type of player more than like a star Jadavian Clowney that's just what I feel there I also want to see Trey Hendrickson can he convert that good couple of practices with the, against the Chargers to a good game against the Chargers we'll see I want to see more from him as well because he could also get some meaningful snaps and I want to see Wes Horton in there who didn't play last week and all that fun stuff there so now I think we're going to move over to the linebackers and. There's not really much I want to see from this group. I think they've been playing really good. I think they're one of our best groups. They're solid. They are what they are. They're not the best linebacking group in the league, but to me, they're top 10. And I think they're a really good, solid group, and I don't really know what to ask of them. I don't really need to see anything from them. I think they're a good squad. But I do want to see from Kate Ellis. I just want to see more playmaking from him because I really like him. I like what he's able to do. His speed is really good. And he was able to even be a playmaker last week when the defense wasn't at its top form. So overall, good job from Kaden Ellis. I want to see more from that. Can he make a bigger play? Can he make another? He picked up the fumble last week. Can he do that again? And I think he could definitely come up in here. And he's been a playmaker throughout the whole training camp. And he was a playmaker last week. So let's see if he can continue that. I just want to see more from him. Because I think he could be a player that could be vital to the special teams this year. And maybe to the linebackers later on down the line and then also from the secondary I just want to see this secondary get better and they were awful last week basically everyone was awful besides Marshawn Lattimore besides that Eli Apple got beat for the touchdown PJ Williams got beat Patrick Robinson got beat everybody got beat in this game so you got to see more from this team and I want to see more from this team and I think that this group could definitely get better and by team I meant group I'm sorry guys Um, I just want to see more from these guys. I obviously want to see more from the slot. I want to see Patrick Robinson. I want to see more of P.J. Williams. And then also, P.J. Williams also had a great week of practice, so maybe he's going to have a better game here. And then also, I want to see Eli Apple on the outside play a lot better, really lock down that position. And then you could have Patrick Robinson, P.J. Williams. I really like this group. And then also, you have C.J. gardner johnson who's also a player that can come up in here, do some really good work. I just wanna see this group because I thought it had a lot of potential, and obviously I think it was untapped potential. I think I thought it was either gonna be really good or really bad. And it was just gonna be a mess. Just like it really always is for the Saints, right? The communication's sometimes not good, or it's because of the players, how they're playing. Whatever it is. This secondary's gotta be better here, and I think it will be. I think they're gonna have a better day and a better game, so I'm really hoping from that. I wanna see a bigger game basically from everybody there. Special teams nothing really I want to watch out for. I just want to see if Marcus Sharrows plays. If he plays, I want to see what he can do in the punt return, kick return. And then if not, I want to see how these guys can shine. I want to see how Cyril Grayson can do because he did a really good job. I want to see what Deontay Harris can do in the kick returning jobs and punt returning. I just want to see just what these guys can do and more of them as now we're getting closer and closer to the season. So overall, I think that's it. I th- again I think if the Saints could get into the end zone I think they're gonna win this game that's just what I feel if they can convert if they're secondary just play a little better I think they could definitely win I think they are the better team and they have more depth so if they can do that I think they will definitely fare well in this game so overall I think I'll pick the Saints to win this one again hopefully I'm not going to start this year off and that's just what I feel there so, with all that said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. If you enjoy this podcast and you enjoy me and our episodes, I just want to say thank you for listening. If you haven't followed us on our various accounts, you can follow us on Twitter at the This, on Instagram at Discussion, and then also you can follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Music, really anywhere you listen to your podcast, we are on there. So, again, Really like what the Saints are doing this practice, especially on Friday. Thursday was a little up and down, but I want to see what these guys can do now for this game and Saturday's practice. And also the QB challenges. When I'm recording this, only one has been out, and the Saints lost that one. So maybe we can get back at them, maybe win this QB challenges. And I think that's really it from us. So with all that said, I wanted to say thank you, finish the deal, and hoodah.